From Madison, Wisconsin, World Dairy Expo presents The Dairy Show, the digital meeting place of the global dairy industry, where we sit down to talk cows, cutting edge technology, and the colored shavings. Welcome back, everyone, to The Dairy Show for a special edition as we celebrate Valentine's Day this week. Now, it shouldn't be surprising that as the global dairy industry gathers at World Dairy Expo, that love stories centered around a shared passion for dairy find their start among the best dairy cattle in North America, over a grilled cheese sandwich, or in the trade show. In preparation for celebrating Valentine's Day this weekend, we asked Expo's followers on Facebook and Instagram to share their Expo love stories. These are just a few of them. All right. Well, I am Bethany. And I am Travis Sen. And we met at World Dairy Expo in 2014 as members of the student intern group. Some of the expo goers might know this, some might not, that um, the expo staff hires on pretty much any UW-Madison student who is able-bodied um, to assist with a lot of the um, tasks on the expo grounds. So um, within that, there's chairs that are involved in specific areas. So you have like your show ring chair, your cheese stand chair, and I was the milk house chair. Um, and this was the second year that I was at milk house chair in 2014. Um, so basically, my job was to make sure that anyone who comes and uses the parlor knows what they're doing. And this was the first year of the new parlor. So it was pretty crazy um, dealing with um, cows that have to be milked into a tank and then dealing with that waste milk. And that is where it all began. Um, it was not a more because... romantic, romantic place on the planet than the <laughs> than the rotten milk filled uh, milk house at World Dairy Expo. Yes. <laughs> but it well, was brand new. <laughs> yes, and yeah. that was part of the problem. Is they had the year before when they got rid of the old parlor, they had um, gotten rid of pretty much every one of the waste milk buckets that all of the exhibitors were used to using. So I had like twenty buckets for every single exhibitor who was milking cows into buckets. So I was very short on buckets and was constantly overflowing with milk. So one particular morning, which happened to be the morning after my 21st birthday, um, the milk was overflowing and I was like, someone has got to come help me. So I, I went over the radio and I asked for the grounds crew to come and help me out. Yeah. So I was a part of the crew every year that would uh, wake up really early in the morning, uh, head over to the expo grounds and... Half of the house, I lived in at Babcock House at UW-Madison, and all of, all of our house always participated in helping out at Expo. Um, it was a great team building, um, great camaraderie building, and uh, you know, it was a nice way for us to make some, some extra money. And uh, so we, we headed out. Uh, we usually tried to get to the grounds by about 4.30, so half of us would go uh, run skid steers to uh, move manure and, and, and bedding and everything. And then the other half of us would go uh, do milk runs in the morning. Um, and this was before we had the fancy uh, tanker where you could just drive by, throw the sucker in, pull out the big tank. And, you know, this is back when we were still doing buckets and and uh, and um, dumping them into the big uh, milk tanker that we would drive around. Um, I think this might have been the first year we were using those big tankers. 
Bethany, was it the first year we were doing that or was this the year before we got those big tankers with the... I think that was the first year. Okay. Lots of new things that year. But uh, we're driving around and we're we're dumping these buckets into the tanker and we hear over the radio this girl just begging, pleading, someone, please come help me. I need more buckets. I, they're all full. I need to get rid of this this extra milk. Me being the kind, gently, uh, gentlemanly scholar that I am uh, at UW-Madison, I said, you know, hey, she sounds like she's in trouble. Um, we should go help. And then I asked one of my roommates, I said, who is that, by the way? And uh, Bethany's nickname in college uh, she was given was Tequila Sunrise. And they said, oh, it's Tequila Sunrise. She's really cool. So I thought, well, I'm a single man looking looking for love. So I said, well, if she's pretty cool, let's go ahead over there. And uh, so we, we drove over and, you know, we take the milk and we dump it into the, in the tanker. And uh, we were just kind of finishing up and we were going to take a little bit of a break. And so I kind of saunter into the milk house and they're going to go meet this girl. I saunter in and I say, I said, uh, so here they call you Tequila Sunrise. My name is Big Fudge. Nice to meet you. And uh, as she mentioned, this is the night after her 21st birthday and she celebrated accordingly. Um, so I, she's just not having it. And uh, she, she just kind of looks at me and goes, uh, okay, now yeah, nice to meet you. And, I thought, okay, <laughs> that uh, that did not work out. So uh, I, we walked away and, and we said, all right, time for a grilled cheese break. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then, you know, we, we kind of talked over the next couple days over Expo, you know, got to know each other a little bit. and uh, On the radio, you should say. Yeah, it was all over yeah, the radios. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so um, everyone's hearing this. Yeah, yes, of course, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So to clarify for those who don't know, all of the um, managers or uh, chairs are given radios with which we can communicate with one another. So Travis and I talked a lot of football for everyone else to hear. Yeah. And so I remember uh, this was one of the last days of Expo. The Badgers were playing, I think, Iowa. And or was it Iowa or Northwestern? Uh, it doesn't matter. It was Iowa. And Melvin Gordon's going off. He's got like 200 rushing yards. And yet the Badgers are still in a tight game because Joel Stave was quarterback. And we all know how that worked out for us in the long run. But uh, I just remember Bethany getting uh, asking for updates because this is before she had a smartphone. She was still running a flip phone back in 2014. And so she's asking people over the radio for updates on the Badger game. So I checked the score on my phone. And I, I replied back over the radio. Uh, we're, we're down a touchdown. Melvin Gordon still has, you know, he's got like 200 yards rushing and, and she just goes, Oh, of course, Stavi is throwing the game away. And I just thought, well, okay, so now this girl knows football. So that's kind of cool. So that piqued my interest a little bit more. And, and, um, you know, I just remember us, uh, we, we actually, it was funny because the year prior to us meeting, both of us were at UW Madison and we actually lived right next door to one another. Never met. Never met. Matter of fact, the first time Bethany met me, she thought I was a freshman, even though I had a full beard and, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, we ended up uh, crossing paths uh, on our way to and from class. And, you know, just kind of that cutesy, flirty chat kind of stuff that you just have when it's still really awkward and everything. And, um yeah, I guess the rest they say uh, is history. 
but we have Expo to thank for bringing us together. Of course, of course. It's, a, it's not only where the place where the dairy industry meets, it's the place where love meets. <laughs> so, okay, so you guys met 14 when you were chairs together. Travis, you were still around for another two years. Bethany, were you done in 14 then? Or yeah, were you guys so I was done being the next um, year? chair that year, but obviously helped out the next year. Um, at that point, we had been obviously dating for not quite a year at that point because I made him chase me for a little while. But um, so when we were seniors, <laughs> when we were seniors, I believe Travis became a chair that year. Um, so, yeah, helped each other on Expo. But by then it wasn't so much, you know, cutesy flirting dating. It was like, help me with this. <laughs> you have to. You're, <laughs> you're my partner. Um, and then, yes, you're correct. Travis was a super senior. So he was also helping in 2016. And that fall, I came up to Expo for a dairy shrine banquet and also helped him on the grounds when I could. So, um, you know, your relationship is going to stick if you can handle multiple years of dealing with Expo grounds together. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, a, a good saying in agriculture, you don't really know your spouse until you've had to work cows with them. Uh, it works the same way. You don't know your spouse until you have to work at Expo with them. <laughs> what's what's the uh, life lesson you learned doing that what's the the don't if don't bring up any grievances at 4 a.m that's what i I would say i would say uh the biggest lesson i've learned uh you know in that in that everyone's going through a lot and and just you got to have patience and uh, i think that carries over in all walks of life but you know it just you just got to understand, hey, they're going through this too. They're running on just as little sleep as you are. Um, just give someone a little bit of extra leeway. When uh, I can remember that last semester, uh, I was a warehouse. I think that was the year I was a warehouse and signage chair. Um, and we were really frustrated because it was the first year with the new signage. And things weren't working out the way they were supposed to. We had two windstorms come over and back-to-back nights come over and knock the signs over. So we were, you know, it took us like three days to get all the signs up and put in place. And then within like one or two nights, the half of them were knocked over and destroyed. So our patience was running on fumes as it was. And I remember staying up until like 2.30 one night trying to finish a chemistry homework assignment. And... I remember I called Bethany that she was in Florida at the time. I called her to the point where I was in tears. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I have to be up again in an hour and a half. I have to go. And it was just, you know, understanding that your your peers are going through that too. You just kind of had to give them a little bit of extra patience, even though sometimes you wanted to strangle them. <laughs> so where did the, the the love story go beyond Expo? When were you guys married? What do you do now? How is dairy still playing a part in your lives? Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So I I guess we should allude a little bit more into the rest is history. So after Expo, um, Travis asked me out to one of their Babcock formals. And um, we proceeded to go on some dates and just get to know each other and fall in love, as cheesy as that is, I suppose. Um, So then after I graduated in 2016, um, as again, Travis alluded to, I went to Florida for my master's in animal science. And, um, Travis eventually joined me. We were engaged by that time. And what do you do, Travis? I'm, uh, I work in milk marketing and communications for a dairy cooperative. Yep. So that's the job he, um, got when he moved down there. 
Um, and we're actually now back in Madison. Um, I'm doing my PhD in the same department uh, in which I was a student when we first met. And Travis is working remotely for the same company that he was before. So still, yes, still very involved in dairy and um, wrapped up in the industry. Yeah. So continuing on, we got married back in 2017, uh, in that April, so shortly after I graduated. Uh, and then we had our daughter about two years later. Uh, so we have a, a almost two-year-old daughter now. Um, and uh, so we're, she keeps us on our toes. Her favorite word and, is moo. Yeah, that was her first word. We were her very proud word. of that. Her first word was moo. So this year's expo would be the first one you guys come back to, not as a chair at all, right? As sad as it is, we missed every expo from 2000. We went in 2007. We didn't go in 2017. So 2017 on, we haven't been back. Have always wanted to go back, um, and was really. I tried. I tried so hard to convince my work to be like, yeah, just send me up there. I, it's fine. Now I, it's like a couple miles down the road, so now they have no excuse. Yeah, we <laughs> so, literally yeah. live like two minutes from the expo. Well, that's an exaggeration. We literally live five minutes from the expo grounds now, so we're we're very hopeful that we can go this year. What are you looking forward to doing, just as regular? run-of-the-mill attendees who are celebrating their uh, meet-cute anniversary at Expo? I'll let you answer first, Bethany. I know what my answer is going to be. Well, I'm actually going to kind of reverse that and say the thing that I'm most sad about is not being able to cut the cheese stand line and go through the back. That's going to be a bummer not to do anymore. That's Um, a good point. (laughs) I, I am looking forward to walking by the milk house and not having to do anything. <laughs> I was, you've made me reconsider mine because mine was going to be going to get a grilled cheese and not having to worry about running the grilled cheese stand. Um, but you bring up a good point that I was just able to cut the line, grab one from the back and go. Uh, but I think I would still say that. I mean, it's, it's always the highlight is, is going to get a grilled cheese and, you know, seeing what the different flavors each day are. Um, you know, they always got real creative with uh, with the different cheeses they would bring in. And, uh, you know, that's just always the highlight. Right. Who needs a romantic five-course dinner when you can have a grilled cheese sandwich? And a chocolate shake. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that honestly speaks to my love language more than a romantic dinner. Yeah. I am excited, too, to, to show our daughter around. I, I, as Travis mentioned, she's still quite young, but I think she'll enjoy it. And someday we'll get to share with our kids slash kids, you know, the, the joys and the struggles of, of Expo as a past student worker. I'm sure they're going to love all of your stories. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave out the 21-year-old bit. <laughs> no, I won't, let them, I won't let them not know that. That's, that's, my, that's part of my job as father to pass those stories on to our kids. It makes the Tequila Sunrise name that much better. Yeah, so I, I should I should defend myself with that one. So it was it was Expo tradition that every um, chair gets a, a nickname, and I was I just panicked, and that's the name I came up with. So it wasn't appointed by anyone else. It was just a self appointed thought I was funny nickname. She so it no doesn't one, come no from one anywhere. To blame but herself. <laughs> I don't really enjoy tequila or tequila sunrises, but that's that's the story here. We both grew up on dairy farms. Um, I work in the industry. Bethany's studying to work in the industry. Um, it's a huge part of 
how we grew up. Um, you know, I, as I sit here and I look at my computer desktop, it's a it's a background of of cows sitting in a pasture. Um, like I said, our daughter's first word was moo. Um, it's really just kind of a part of who we are. Um, and I know that sounds really cheesy to say, but I think I definitely took for granted how a part of the culture in the Midwest that dairy really is until I left and moved down to Florida and Florida has a, has a pretty sizable dairy industry, but it's, it's more consolidated and, and it's not as, as widespread and, and ingrained in the, you know, Green Bay Packers fans are cheeseheads. Um, and you just kind of forget about that until all of a sudden you move away and you go, oh yeah, that was really cool. And I kind of missed that. And you get back and it's like, oh yeah, cheese curds everywhere. I love it. I'd also say, and this is maybe philosophical for, too philosophical for, you know, or cheesy romance, but um, I think I, I had dated people prior to Travis and you I did? always felt like I was, oh, yeah. Um, I always felt like, I was missing someone who understood where I came from growing up on a dairy farm, you know, like um, kind of the way of life that comes with that. Um, and, and that's not to say that, you know, there aren't couples out there who can thrive not being from such similar backgrounds, but um, I think having that similar background, it, it helps us understand one another um, in our day-to-day careers, in the struggles of family selling the farm, um, in, in how we even decide to raise our own children. So I'm really grateful that the, the final boyfriend I ended up with <laughs> has, has that background in dairy. Oh, be careful. you got a long life ahead of you. You might still find another boyfriend. <laughs> no, I would agree. I, I would agree. Um, and, you know, I think it's just it's a really good connection point for a lot of people um you know it helps you build relationships both not just romantically but um build friendships and as miserable as those times we spent you know working at expo could be at times um there was also a lot of fun times and there was a lot of really great uh stories that we got from it you know um it's just misery loves company and i think those those in the moment, those times just, you just wanted to pull your hair out at times, but um, you know, now we can look back and just smile and laugh and, and, and talk about the, the good old days. With so many amazing stories that find their start at World Dairy Expo, we couldn't stop this episode with just one love story. So... Here are a few others. Hi, I'm Nina Schmucker. I met my husband at World Dairy Expo in 1999 at the Washer Rack. And then the previous year, we got more acquainted. So in 2000 is when we really started to talk more. Uh, we met actually in the old Ayrshire barn. He was working for Ayrshire Canada. And I was showing and tying with Moyer Farm. And it would just so happen that the cow that was tied next to mine had kind of 
made an accident on mine and I had to like beg for help. So they were there. I had washed her and I'm like, I don't have a blower or anything to get this cow dry. You know, it was so cold that year. I remember when we started showing, it was 80. And by the time show day came, it was blowing snow. <laughs> so they helped me get her dry and get her prepped and, you know, help me get her to the, the show ring. She had a uh, a switch that they helped me fix and everything like that. He was shaking his head. He's like, this is horrible. And he's fixing everything. And that's how it all really started. So after we had talked quite a bit at, uh, in 2000, you know, we went to the champion party and that's when everybody hung out for hours on end and uh, just socialized. And after that, we kind of exchanged numbers and we just began emailing and that was kind of before emailing and social networking was a big thing. And so we wrote letters and just started talking. Expo for us is like an anniversary. Uh, before we had kids, we always made sure we were there Friday, Saturday and spent the night and hung out with our friends. And our, our children grew up going to Expo. Uh, now they show. Um, we have a 14-year-old and 11-year-old and they thoroughly enjoy it. They have friends from all over the world because of our connection to World Dairy Expo and us meeting there. So it keeps us connected and grounded. <laughs> our daughters grew up with it. I have pictures of our daughter walking around the old barns with her squeaky shoes on, climbing all over cows and all that stuff. I have a, a picture right by my coffee machine of her sitting in a feed tub in water at the end of one of the old barns, you know, and they look at it, they're like, mom, and I'm like, yeah, but those are the memories. I mean, how many kids get to walk around all these barns and say, hey, 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 and they know everybody. It's it, it's a community. That's the thing for us is we know so many people. I mean, Spain, the Netherlands, Wisconsin, Illinois, I mean, the entire United States. And yeah, it's just, they they walk around and they're just proud that this is where it kind of all started for, for us as a family, you know? I had to laugh. There was a friend of ours. She was crying. Her her husband now lived like two hours away and she was crying and stuff. I'm like, Psh, hush, that's nothing. Yeah. We flew so much. We flew back and forth so much and wrote so many letters and cards. And yeah, I mean, by the time when I met him, I milked cows. And so like by the time I got done choring, <laughs> we fall asleep on the phone. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking to our girl. I was showing our girls some of the the letters we had sent back and forth because it was just about cows and you know how things were going and how his job was going and all that. And our first Valentine's, he sent me this box of things, and I was showing that to our girls. And my oldest is like, "Oh, this is so sweet!" And I'm like, "Yeah, exactly. You know, lost art." <laughs> my name is Sarah Lair. I met my husband, Kurt, um, at World Dairy Expo in 2004. So there's kind of a backstory to the story. I was thinking about this this morning, how to put it out most where it made the most sense. But 2004, I've been showing my entire life. And 2004 was the first year that Kurt really showed any cattle at all. And um, he had done really well at the Red and White Spring Show in Madison that year. Because um, our spring show, well, I guess it is in Madison again, but it, it's kind of flopped back and forth. But um, he did really well. And I was like, oh, I kind of had his name in the back of my head. And I didn't, but I didn't really know who he was. Um, 
And then I happened to see him at a cattle sale that fall. And I was like, oh, I think that's that guy that did really well at Spring Show, but didn't. And I knew some of the people he was with or some of the people that he had gone to school with, college with. Um, and then probably three weeks later was Expo. I was um, in not in between jobs, but I was moving from the job where I worked in Appleton, raising calves back to my mom and dad's farm. So I kind of had a week in there where I was like, you know what, I've never um, been able to work at Expo all week. I've just been able to go maybe for a day here or there. So um, Chad Ryan has been got us started and showing. So he, I helped him with his string for the week. Lo and behold, <laughs> Kurt was tied across from us. And Chad was also helping Kurt. Um, and that's kind of how we got him in this prime location in barn number three, that where Kurt never would have been probably, you know, if he'd just been on his own kind of trying to scope out a spot or get assigned a spot. Um, so that's, we didn't really talk. We didn't really have to work together until I think whenever uh, the Jersey show, there was a Jersey that was somehow landed in Kurt's string that um, I was kind of taken care of, but she was tied with Kurt. So I apparently, and I don't remember this, my opening line was, are you gonna milk this Jersey or do I need to? So, <laughs> uh, you know, it all progressed from there. So I milked this cow. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I really, and that's kind of all I really remember. We hung out a little bit, talked a little bit, because then at that point, then we uh, did, we're never really introduced, but you kind of know, you know of the other person. So, <laughs> so we never were formally introduced, but you know, you kind of figure out who the other person is and, Kind of take it from there and then so that would have been yeah wednesday at some point so uh it kind of went from there and we talked a little bit over the rest of the week and then um exchanged phone numbers and that was before texting my friends so you know you had to actually talk on the phone to each other um so we talked on the phone a little bit and um, probably two weeks later. So then that was the other part of it. He is from the Fond du Lac area, which is about an hour and 20 minutes northeast from Madison. And I was moving where I had just been living for the past year. And I was moving back to the La Crosse area. Um, just north of La Crosse is where I grew up. And that's where my parents' dairy is. So <laughs> begin the long distance relationship. Uh, so yeah, we drove back and forth, visiting each other every couple weeks for a year. And then the following year, um, I moved here to Eden, where we live now. So, and then, you know, the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> um, I was working on, or I, they needed um, additional help on his farm or on his family's farm. And so I started working on the farm and helping out wherever I could and, and then um, we got, but we didn't get married until 2010. So we dated for six years <laughs> before we finally got married. So yes, we were, um, there was a lot of jokes <laughs> about that, I guess. So, but we've been married for 10 years now. We've been farming together all this time and 
manage not to kill each other, you know, so that's romantic. <laughs> um, and uh, I think the fact that we, um, the showing is probably like, that's our family vacation, you know? So the fact that we met doing it and we still are able to continue doing it and have the caliber of cattle that, um, that we can, can go and do it at Expo, maybe not every year, but you know, that's, I think that's part of it. And that's how we enjoy spending time together. And it's just, it's, I don't know, it's been some pretty good memories over the years and some fun stuff. We had, um, we've had some, uh, you know, pretty good placings and, you know, pretty good results over the last 15 years. So that's pretty exciting. I think the, probably the most memorable thing for Kurt though, the first year that he showed, he had the first place red and white bull calf or something. I don't even know. I have the trophy in the office, but I don't even know who it was for anymore. His name was Billy. That's about all I remember. And, you know, and then after that, no more bulls. So, but Hey, he can say that, you know, the first year, that's how we remember the first year we met, he had a class winner. So. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Dairy Show. We hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to hit like and subscribe wherever you are listening to us today. And of course, don't forget to tell your friends about how much you are enjoying The Dairy Show. We would love to have them join us as well. And last but not least, if you have any comments for us, send us an email at wde at wdexpo.com. We would love to hear from you.